This isn't like a chayk. This is this is a mishpat. There's a reason for this. For who it has to be a dwelling place, a place where people, a structure people live. Therefore, it's likely the roof will be used for usage purposes, and some might fall. Avo beisal eitzis, a storage warehouse. Obeisal bakar a barn. Okay, it's a ben. Ein zakale. There's no chiyuv because presumably no one's going to be up there on the roof. Now, if it's taka place people use, that could be the story. But this is this is the working assumption. Any structure which is not four amas square at least. The roof, the, roof, the roof of the Bezimikdash. So, on the Hechel you're saying? Are you sure about that? It must be noted that the roof of the temple in Jerusalem had a guardrail. Uh-huh. Okay, good. So it could be that that time Sanhedrin held, when they built it, that that then was Mechuyiv. Or, or, or could be the Kayin God live there in Kippur, I'm not sure. So, Patam in Amaka. Except for, except for a week he lived there, right? That's why he had to have mezuzah. All the, all the Sha'orim had to have mezuzah from the, from the eastern Harabayas gate. Uh, all the Sha'orim had to have on the Harabayas and the Azara and the, anything which leads to a dwelling place has to have mezuzah. So because there was a chain where the king lived, yeah. that made anything which potentially leads to there to had to have a mezuzah. We learned that in Ilchah I think, right? Potem in Amaika. So if a house is not a four Amas, four Amas, it's potter from, from, from Amaika because that's not considered a bias. Again, the assumption is it's not a place people will live, people will only be on the roof. Bayish, Bayish, Neishin, if you have a house, a two-family house, jointly owned, Ha'chayim, Ma'ki, Ha'chmeik, Amaika. Shemrit says, Ki'iv, Anof, and Menor, lest the fall or fall from it. The Torah makes it only dependent on the fact that someone might be able to fall. And therefore, if potentially that could happen, there is a chiv to make a a uh, there is a chiv to make a micah. We don't care about how many people are owner. The question is, will someone fall or not? The Torah el benefil depends if it's someone a dwelling for which people could fall. Why is it in the singular, which excludes a jointly owned house? Says it out not to exclude a jointly owned house. To exclude houses that are not that that are that, that shuls or base measures to fish from the They're not meant to to to, to live. So in the singular means a normal roof, which you use for a living. If it's a shul, which again is not base dira, same thing. It's, it's excluded. Even if it's a private shul or a private base medrash. It should be a shul where people stay over for shabbos. Oh. Like See, if it has a base do that's all the story, yeah. But again, it's not because it's a public place. That's not, not the vart. The vart is the that it's not a place people live. So even if it's a shul you, you own on your own, right? Um, or a base medrash, it's your private base medrash. The fact is it's not considered a place people live. If it was such that the shul was higher than, was higher than your roof, so your house is built into a hill, so if anybody's going to fall, they're going to fall from the road onto your roof, not the vice versa. Are you a chuyiv to build a, a, a fence to prevent the people from falling onto your roof? It is the mark. You don't have to make a fence. Shemai says, keep on the fundamentalist to fall or fall from it. Not into it. So your chuyiv is such that you're chuyiv to prevent your roof from people falling off your roof. But the fact that someone in the Shushadab might fall onto your roof is not a problem. Now the chuyiv, how is this different than a burr? A burr in your permission, in your domain, which opens up, which is borders the, the public domain could be an issue. That's, that's so the chuyiv over here... 
Lozain, but, the, but, but uh, whatever, however you want to learn it, if, if it's an issue, why is that issue over here? So the chayr of the vart is that you didn't build the house that way. If you went and dug the house into the hill that way, that could be an issue, Taka. Here, no, it's, you don't it, expect, you expect people that are walking on a hill to stop at the end, not to fall in. Again, if you assume there's a problem of you digging and making, creating a difference of the, of the, la, of the altitude, which is yeah. around to your domain, this should be a problem. So the answer is clearly. So the reason why it's not a problem, right? I'm not arguing with the Ram, I'm explaining, yeah, right? Yeah. We have another problem. Is the Pasha was over here, the, the matzah was such this, that this is that this is how the house was built, not that you dug out to create the house. You built the house into the hill. Male, if I can't, you you made the, the place someone falls less, not, not more. If there's a hill and you dig out space to make a house into it. It doesn't say that. I, I, and do you have a better answer? Because Tara said, no, 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 no. So you're saying if I dig, you're saying when I when I, when I when I dig out the area to create my house, now I'm making a barm chayiv. Moment I put a house down, part of the kedusha kasher. No, it doesn't make any sense. The word is that the that the house was built there, and in a way that the tanachiv of bur. This uh, fence you must build must be a minimum of ten tefachim high, which is about thirty inches. This was reasonably can prevent somebody from falling over. Um, interestingly, I guess depending on how tall you are, I guess back to people shorter. I mean, this is funny. Lachar, it's, it's, it seems to be not the ideal height no. based on how people are, how tall people are today. But that's that's It's not enough. That's ten tefachim high. Has to be strong and lean on without falling. If you leave your roof without a fence, beat the mitzvah. Say you violate the positive mitzvah. Which lays say that I say your over on his word. Next pasuk or the same pasuk I think even continues. Do not place innocent blood in your house. In other words, don't place a situation where someone could be killed. For the love of leaving your roof without a fence, in case you have a mice, there's no mice involved. What if you go and take down the road, the fence? I guess again, it's not the the lazy is considered non-active. All right, doubt. Whether it comes to a roof or anything for that matter, which is a danger, then there's a mitzvah say to prevent it from happening. If it's a danger which is not lethal, then it could be there's a chi of mitzad other in Yonim. But it's not the mitzvah. No, that's, that's if it happens. I'm talking about preventive. It could be the chi to prevent it, but it's not other than Yonim. Oh, you say the chi to prevent damage. That could be inside that, yeah. But. Um, in, his, in his yard Who asked him about to come into his yard No, in the fine but, Well, so Who asked him on your roof Same price uh-huh. But in the economy, Good, so the point is Could be it's in your own house And no one goes there You're not allowed to have things In your own property Even for yourself But Pasha, you're not allowed To danger yourself, we'll see point of the point is Any situation that could be A lethal danger There's an insert to This mitzvah saying list we just mentioned To have it around If it's non-lethal It could be also achieved To prevent it But not mitzvah This mitzvah saying list per se if you had in your own courtyard a pit or a, a, a well a, 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 in your courtyard, whether or not had water in it, you have a chiv to make a fence, ten tvachim high around it. To make a cover of some kind, when it comes to roof, you can't make a cover, obviously. But here you can make a cover, because you should let you pull a person not fall in there and die. Right? Swimming pool. Yeah, you have a chiv to have a fence around it. Any stumbling block that could have lethal consequences. Mitzvah say to remove it. To be careful, to be very careful to prevent it. A different pasuk. You have to guard, you be very careful. Now, Pasha, you've the pasuk over there, about be careful not to fall with the zara. But it's also dodging to mean be careful with your life. So, in other words, even lethal things which don't fall under the category of. 
All these are part of the Isser of Hisher And if you don't remove it, you bring things that can cause danger. He's something in the box. Here the Ram does not say it's kind of fascist, mind you. Yeah. You violate a positive mitzvah. And you're over on the say of not to place innocent blood. So leaving a roof unrailed or leaving any other kind of dangerous thing in your yard is the say is the same. That say is sometimes different. Or which puzzle you dashing it from? All right. Yeah, the say to be careful is That's sometimes not included in the issue of of Micah, but the say is the same. Okay. Okay. On that note, the Chachamim gave us guidance and they formally... So, so Pashup Shabbat not tell you to use your judgment. What's also, what's not also. Right? Ask the FDA. Right? The FDA. No, whatever, whatever the... You know, whoever, whoever tells you what's there is not dangerous. But here the Chachamim gave us very specific guidelines as to what is also not also. Chachamim forbade many things because they can be lethal. Whoever transgresses them and says, I'll take the risk. What do you care? I'm not worried. Because a person's body does not belong to him. A person is to take to, to guard himself, protect himself. And this idea that I have the right to nature myself does not exist in But the these are the things Chazal from now to the end of the Pedic, the Chazal forbade in the Rabbanon because of danger. Person Allah put his mouth over a spout with the waters coming out like a natural, like back then the way it was, obviously, without a filter, whatever it is, and drink. Or even if it's not, a, if it's, let's say, even from the river, but it's at nighttime from a river, from a pond, maybe he might drink a leech. Who ain't you're not going to see it. And apparently, drinking a leech can be lethal because it can suck the blood out of you. But the person, oh, even if El, talk about the idea of. Okay. Don't drink water that's been left uncovered overnight. Uh, or, sorry, left uncovered for a significant amount of time. We'll see how long that is. Maybe a snake drank from them. Or any other creepy crawler thing that's poisonous. And the person will die. So, therefore, liquids that we're going to enumerate that have been left uncovered and un, un, um, un observed are isser to drink them. I heard once someone's trying to say that the reason why we don't drink wine, that's been le- the reason why you're not supposed to leave wine uncovered by Kiddush, the guy tried to say, I'm not going to say who it was, that because if you just look at the wine in your cuss, it says in Shukhlarach, look at the, when you make the bracha, to watch, look at the wine. If the bottle's uncovered, you're not watching it, it's Isra of Gilead. So I said to him, but that, if that's the case, if somebody else is there, it wouldn't be a problem. The, the whole issue is only if, by yourself and you're saying. So whatever, anyway. No, because, because you make the bracha. Yeah, yeah. A few weeks, I pick up all of it. It's all Zion. First of all, Taka is, by the way, that's the thing. You close the bottle and help that. The reason why you're not going to make another hard and you drink more wine during the meal because you have the bottle of wine in mind. Opening, close, who cares? But you don't, you don't want to be part of the of the of Kiddush. Okay. All right. These are the mashkin liquids that you're not allowed to drink if they are uncovered, unsupervised. Hamayim water. Bayayin wine. Bafilumazi, even diluted wine. Now, how diluted does wine have to be to be considered wine versus diluted water? I'm not sure. Usually, the, the rule of thumb is, I think, uh, it depends how strong it is. Okay, yeah. That's a, that's a legal thing, I think, right? It's even if the wine became somewhat vinegary, but not totally yet. So they might, you might think the snake doesn't like it. No, as long as it's still wine, 
it is, even though it's a little bit uh, old or, or, or fermented or spoiled somewhat, it's still wine. Bachal of milk, vash honey. This is referring to bee honey, I believe, not, not honey from dates or figs. Vatsir. And tzir usually means fish brine. Nice. Brine sounds good, yeah. yeah. Fish, yeah. We don't care if they left them covered. She ain't by the because snakes don't like them, they don't drink from them. And brine they like, and honey they like. Azari I never tested, but apparently Chazal did. I won't test it either. Now we talk about, like, like not mamish liquid, but like. Mush, you know, like applesauce. Not from apple, but Hashem just has crushed garlic. All right. Or a metal that has been cut. When his gal has been left unsupervised, uncovered. Similar things like that. What other things go in that category? I'm not sure what he means. But whatever it may be, other types of fruits. Yeah. Okay. Akhopanim, the problem is that apparently snakes like garlic, crushed garlic, or some Love kind of. Watermelon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, if it's wine which has been cooked, the iantasis and wine which has. Uh, basically, iantasis is basically. He's explained a second, it's basically grape juice. It's not fermented yet. The aim of no problem. Snakes don't like that kind of wine. They're like fine wine. Snakes have good taste. The taste is wine from when you immediately press it so it's just grape juice. For 72 hours. Take 72 hours for the change to start fermenting. That were warm as long as they have steam coming out of them. Which means it depends on the outside temperature, apparently, I guess. Which scares off the snake, as we'll see. Because, if you, because when you have warm milk, if the steam coming out depends on how cold the air is outside. Right? That's physics. Or for example, if you have water into which there's a supply dripping non-stop, it's consistently dripping. The creepy crawler, poisonous animals and snakes and lizards, these things are afraid of uh, moving water, the, the, the movement of the water, yeah, exactly, the bubbles in the water that's created by the constant dripping and from the steam. Therefore, they will not drink from it. I'm not sure if that's the verb, but the just creeps them out for some reason. But yeah, right. Tess. Make vashin. Jews, it's used for pickling. Right? Meaning you had something else soaked in it for 24 hours. Umeish lakis. Water which has been used. I said juice, I meant water. Water which has been used for the purposes of, um, of stewing. You poured, you, poured, you poured hot water over some kind of vegetable or something in order to get some taste. Umeish trumisin. The water which has been used for cooking these type of bitter beans. Because again, apparently the snakes don't like it. And wine which you you uh, soaked uh, you soaked in, the, in them. In other words, you didn't you didn't, you didn't keep twenty four hours. So you didn't. It wasn't hot. To make kvashin means it was twenty four hours in the water. And that's now it's considered pickled. Means it was used to cook or to, to, pour, or to pour over hot water. What if you just soaked it? You didn't actually keep it twenty four hours. Or it wasn't hot. So if it caused a taste to be changed, there's no problem because the snakes don't like it. If, however, the water tastes like it naturally does, asur it's asur. Water which you soak quinces, vidar, moiskin, and these Syrian fruits, Syrian pears. For a sick person, which means the assumption is, is that it was not soaked there for a long time because the sick person needs it quickly. It was just for a quick, a quick, fi- a quick. Um, a quick uh, uh, intervention that you soak so the sick person can have what to eat. Assume, assume, the water is not considered to change because it wasn't soaked for long enough. 
Temporary Paschim, again, you want to look at the channel today, and brings like a lot of different things that there's not as there. Some Paschim hold of these things nowadays, some Paschim don't, some things we do not. The Ram does not mention, for example, fish with meat, fish with milk. I mean, sorry, um, yeah, fish with meat, fish with milk. All right, right. Yud, halach yud. Wine, which you have put in, you've connected to it. In other words, you put in things that are sharp, like pepper. Bitter things like wormwood. I should not time until it causes the wine to change its flavor in Bishon Gilead. or problem with Again, the snakes only like fine wine. Same applies to other liquids like milk. If you put pepper in it, snakes don't like it. You're out. Any type of liquid we mentioned that it's a problem if it becomes uncovered. What does it mean it was uncovered? For a second, day or night, it's Even if there was a person sleeping next to it, not an awake person, that wouldn't be a problem. But a sleeping person is, not, is a problem. That will not help you. The fear of a sleeping person does not intimidate snakes. How long does it have to be uncovered, unsupervised to be a problem? So that a snake or a, a poisonous thing that you don't you don't see, it's hiding under under some kind of keli. So go from under that. from the water. go back to this place. You won't know. Depends how far the keli is in the water, obviously. But whatever the circumstances are, so that's the that's the standard. If its circumstances are that theoretically speaking, I looked away, and there's a keli close enough to the water where there could be theoretically a creepy crawler thing under the keli, snuck out, drank, snuck back, and I didn't notice. The water becomes awesome. You'd be sheer hamayim sheosim is galon. How much water becomes awesome if it becomes uncovered, right? Have a huge barrel, all awesome. As long as the poison could be, could be discernible, relevant, in other words, and cause damage, right? So I guess that now, that now that obviously depends on how big the snake is and how strong. What big is what? The snake and how strong the poison is. I mean, you got to use your judgment. The Rambam gives a sheer over here. Apparently, it seems that there's a, there's a certain amount of water, but you can be confident that the water gets yeah. diluted. If, however, the water was so much that whatever poison there would get diluted, the water is mutter, whether you're talking about an uncovered bucket of water or an uncovered uh, well, uncovered pit in the ground. Right? So you have to know you have, you have, you have a well of water in, in, in your backyard. If it was unsupervised, the water becomes awesome. Maybe a poisonous snake drank from it. Again, the possum talk about if you live in a place where there's no poisonous snakes. I don't know, are there any poisonous animals living in New York? I don't know that I know. But if, if you live in Texas, then you have rattlesnakes, right? So, so. This applies to all liquids, same idea. Any kind of stream that's, that's, that's not standing water, even if it's very slowly flowing. There's no problem with Giloy, because apparently the snakes don't like moving water. If it's moving, they're worried. It no. scares them, mm-hmm. right? No, if it moves, then then, you, then it's going to go away, the poison. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. Log in the... Yeah, that's what I got it from, but what you're saying yeah. yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense to make more sense. Okay. Log in the Gula, Shanichi, Bishiri, Tev, Migdol, Abatikshaloi. You have... Log in, which means a lug, a container of wine. Big. Sorry? Big. A log is not that big. A log is the size of a soda can. Right. So it was uncovered. You put it into uh, some kind of c- container. So it, you put the it's protected from the snake. Or a burr. It's some kind of you know, chest. Or in a pitch. I feel like even the pit's 100 amas deep. Or it's in a, a, a tower 100 amas high. These are places the chur which snakes can't get to. 
a structure which is you know um, plastered and, and sealed is us is still usser or, or sorry sorry uh, designed you know, decorated and sealed you know, it's like a place where you wouldn't find expect a snake to be there still usser because uh, somehow we're that the snake may have gotten there somehow and go through the holes and etc first badika you did a thorough inspection. You knew what you're looking for. You made sure, you looked inside to make sure there's no snakes. And anything else for that matter. Then afterwards you put the wine in there. But that's okay. Then you could assume there's no snakes inside. In other words, the problem is not that the snake got to the hole. The problem is maybe the snake was there before. Ah, there's no chazaka. You have to be worried that the snake, the snake was there before. Now if you check and there's no snake and you put the wine in there, even though the, wine, the glass is uncovered, and you close and you lock it, lock, lock the, 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 close, the, lock the chest, you're confident that the water's fine. But that's because there's no holes, it's sealed. If there's a hole there, also it's still also, because maybe the snake, the, the snake got through. How large of a hole can a snake crawl through? The small finger of a child. So, in order to be okay, it has to be, first of all, you must have done an inspection. To clarify, there's no poisonous animal in this box second of all it has to have no kind of hole then you can close it and be confident the wine is fine you doubt it is galsa barrel of wine or a barrel of whatever it is that was uncovered even though nine people drank they didn't die they weren't supposed to do that let's say for example goyim right goyim and jews now as far as I know the same uh, perceptibility to the poison right right? or even or people didn't know whatever it was they drank from it and they didn't die so you might say, well, now it's been inspected. We can right. be confident the water's fine. Law temperate should not drink from it. Says the Rambam. In fact, this is not paranoia. This is this is history. The story happened. And they said that nine people drank from it. They were fine. Ten guys drank and he died. Because snake poison goes to the bottom. So the last guy got the poison. Now in that case, in that case, if snake poison goes to the bottom. So that's, and that's when you're not allowed to drink, fine. But once the first person drinks, if you want to be the second person, is that a problem? Don't be, don't be the last guy. The last guy gets to the bottom. The bottom is the poison is. Some people, some, excuse me, uh, uh, creepy crawlers, venomous creatures, their snake falls to the top of the water. It's lighter in the water. Some poisons are in middle. Therefore, no one's allowed to drink the water. Even if you filter it, with a filter, a strainer, still we're worried that this, this poison, which is liquid, can pass through the strainer. Watermelon that was un, that was cut, and you put it in the fridge. If he didn't look in the fridge to make sure there's no poisonous snakes in the fridge, right? Even though nine people ate they died, again, but by a melon apparently as well, the poison can somehow. Make its way around, move around based on you know atmospheric conditions and things like that. All right, Tesvav. My ambition is Galu water, which I think I pick up Bola. There's a lot of this, a lot of truth. This whole idea is also Kabbalistic. So that's why they were Makbid. Yeah, my ambition is Galu water, which has become uncovered. You say it's a waste of water. I can't drink it. I'll pour it. I'll pour it out. Right? No, because because maybe a person will walk on it and the venom will burn his skin. The rabbits been as a bias. Don't use them to pour on the ground in your house to settle the dust. For the same reason, a person will burn the skin of his feet. The goblin has a tit. Don't, don't pour them into cement to, to knead because someone's going to need the cement and it's going to burn his hands with the venom. Don't wash your hands, face, and feet from it because it's going to burn your skin. 
Don't feed them to your animal. your friend's animal. Now, why not to feed your friend's animal? You're going to kill his animal. Why not feed, you'll, you'll kill his animal, right? That makes sense. Why can't you feed it to your animal? I don't know. All right. You feed it to a cat. What does Ram have against cats? Apparently, the, the overview says that the venom cats have a unique ability to tolerate this kind of stuff. It might make them make them uncomfortable, but it won't it won't, it won't kill them. Now, if the dam is talking about kosher animals, don't feed it to it because maybe someone else is going to come along, shecht and eat the cow, and then the meat will kill it. Cats usually people don't make. Right, I'm saying, but that's why he says not Maybe that's what he means. But if it's longer trade for animal, if it's your friend's trade for animal. What's the problem? Could be the vart is that a goy will eat it. My own horse. Why can't I feed this water to my horse? Maybe a goy will come along and, eat, and kill it and eat and die. All right. Test time. What if you have dough and the water with which you need the dough? It turns out, oh, this water, which water, with the water you use, the water that was sitting overnight. How you pay? I feel he shall throw my ear if it's trauma. Which you're not allowed to burn unless it's tamay. Sorry if you burn it. I look her, there's no problem halachically, mitzatum entire with this bread. But we're, we're very machmer, in some ways, even more mach with sakana, with danger than we are with the surah. And therefore, you burn the truma to prevent someone from, prevent someone from eating it. Afilo nefes papas, even if the dough is baked, and there are opinions in Tesefta, apparently, that the heat destroys the poison. Asur, it's also, we are machmer because the possibility of the poison is still viable.